0: Salutations to all the nations. Welcome to a suave experience with your boy, D.D., the prettiest podcaster of all time, the ultimate optimist, the guy who's dashing and has that boyish charm that you, in fact, so desire, me, Darius D. Now you're thinking to yourself, what happened to D.D. Fuego? What's going on? Well, after doing some research, I realized that somebody already had the title of that a few years ago. If you search it up on your Google, that's why that's one reason or one incentive that I wanted to change. I wanted to do, uh, just a rebranding new creative Avenue. Now some of you guys will miss Fuego days, but it's still DD. And that's why he came for it. He came for me. And also, it's still going to be fire. Still going to be lit. All those things included will still be in the show. It's just a rebranding and a new change of creative direction. That's all it is. You can tell the mic setup is different as well. I got a Yeti broadcaster mic from the people at Blue Microphone. Shout out to you guys. And it sounds crisp and ping, man. And it sounds nice. Okay. Soothing to the ears, if you will. But just had to make a quick change. I wanted to take a different perspective, a different way of thinking. Like I constantly preach on the show. So that's all it is. As you can read the title today, we're just going to be talking about Cancel culture, and is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? So, we're gonna break that down for today, and then also, here is the question of the day. I'm not gonna do word of the day, I'm not gonna do fun fact of the day, but here is the question of the day: Should you, or do you believe this is a better way it would be phrased? Do you believe that? men and women can be best friends okay and we're not talking about they're married or in a relationship and they become best friends but they could just be plutonic strictly plutonic and best friends and would you condone that and if you are single listening to this would you when you potentially get into courtship would you be okay with your significant other having a best friend, so if you're a lady, would you mind if your man had a female best friend? And for the fellas, it would be vice versa. So, that is the question of the day. Thank you, Arenzo, for the inspiration. This is the suave experience, or a suave experience with your boy, DD. And we will return momentarily. Yes, Didi is still in the house. And today we're talking about cancel culture. So first, let us provide a definition on this whole theory or ideal or ideology of the cancel culture. And what does it mean to our society today? Some people call it no pun intended, the call-out culture, so calling somebody out. But this is the definition thereof. It comes from Wikipedia, and this is what it says. Makeshift digital contract wherein people loosely agree not to support a person, especially economically, in order to somehow deprive them of their livelihood. So that is a cancel culture. Now, you guys seen it? Some of you guys have seen it from way before, but I think with the social media, it has basically become more or less of a mandate or a standard in our society today, and it's a reoccurring thing where a prominent person in society or a celebrity makes a mistake or says something out of line or out of place, and all of a sudden people are jumping down their throats not supporting them, calling them out on Twitter, calling them out on Instagram, and saying things to them, whether it be negative, because we all know two wrongs don't make it right, but they'll say something negative or never watch a music video from them again, or never watch their movie, or unfollow them and all those sort of things. Or some people will go even further to talk to those who sponsor this individual. And tell their sponsorships to leave. Now, here's the thing. I don't agree with the sponsorship thing because now what you're really doing is you're taking their livelihood away from them that they worked hard, so hard for just because they made a mistake or said something that was illegitimate or unkind. And the problem with that is that person worked so hard to get to this point and they made Mistake, They had a fall from grace or something was taken out of context. And we maybe not know the whole story. Or sometimes they even go back to a person's past to justify where they are right now. Now, here's the thing with that. I don't believe, I think the sponsorship shouldn't be responsible for who they sponsor. At the end of the day, the person who or the company who is sponsoring is just doing it based off economic gain based off what they think is right, okay? They might not look intuitively to the person who they're sponsoring and what they believe and what they stand for. So long as it's not against the law, they it's not really the people's place to dictate to that sponsor to remove their sponsorships because they don't agree with something. Because this is a problem that I find is that the area gets a lot of gray. Area is more or less people who do not sometimes have the same politics or have the same frame of thought or speak up against something that is the norm. Those are the ones who g- usually get jeopardized with this whole cancel cultural thing. Now, I do believe it can be used for the good things. For example, people who on a consistent basis do wrong and get away with it, and then you call them out. In that instance, like R. Kelly, that that would be a good incentive. That would be a good example of cancel culture working for the good because for throughout his career, he's constantly done that thing. And then people are finally justifying, hey, this is wrong. You're not going to sing a song and, and ooze your way out of it this time, bucko. <laughs> but... That In that case, in that case alone, or cases such as those where an individual continually does bad things or says bad things over a consistent amount of time and has not deteriorated from the belief system, whether it be hateful speech, not hateful speech, sorry, like racist rhetoric or something like that, but... Because we know that in different countries, they have different laws, so I'm not going to speak about the free speech laws that America has in comparison to other countries, because that's the only country that does have free speech laws, so I'm not going to talk about that. But we have to understand that a lot of us have fallen and have made mistakes. Because we're human beings, and that's what we do sometimes. We make mistakes. And I cannot judge a man based off one instance in his life that he made a mistake or one instance of her life that she made a mistake and judge them and write them off because of that one mistake or that one claim to fame either on the other side of the spectrum. But it has to be the totality of their life. And I believe that we live in linear time, So what is done is done so. When you look in the future, we call that open time. And we look in the past, we call it fixed time because it already happened and you cannot change it. So why would I then judge a person on what they did in one instance? We're not talking about a collection. If you had a collection, then you can kind of justify the punishment. But at the same time, you got to look at the person right now. Are they doing it right now? Or are they saying it right now? Because a lot of people were getting mad at Liam Nensen when he said that tweet. Obviously, he was wrong for what he said, but he was talking about something in retrospect that happened when he was a young kid to share. And his intent is also it comes into play because he's not thinking the same way now. He's just saying saying that back then he thought that about black people. Due to an instance that happened, but then he grew up and you realized that not all black people are like that, and he was wrong for thinking that. Now, we're not saying, I'm not saying that we really asked for his thoughts on that because it was kind of random the way it happened. But you shouldn't cancel him or his movies because he had a thought when he was a young teenager or a young adult. But now he's a man and he thinks differently. His mind is more open. And that's what I'm trying to articulate in this podcast today. Is that we cannot hold people just based off what they did in an instance. Because their minds change. I guarantee you, five years ago, you don't think the same about certain things. Now, some, some things you may think And it might be the same in comparison. I can tell you right now, I'm turning 21. Five years ago, well, I'm 20 right now. But five years ago, I was 15 years old. And when I was 15, there's a lot of things that I did think that I did believe that I actually don't believe and think anymore. Because I've grown into a young adult And I understand that some of the things that I thought when I was 15, I was either wrong on, misinformed on, and I need more evidence and I need more information. But there are certain things that I do hold because they're instilled into me, whether it's my morals and my intrinsic values that I get via scripture when when talking about the Bible and as well as my parents who taught me and instructed me in that way. So there's certain things then yes. That I still hold to, but there's other things that I don't anymore because I grew up and all of us are growing up. And sometimes you make mistakes and sometimes you have shortcomings. And that's why it's harder for those who are on social media or make their living on those social media or in the entertainment business or in big businesses because partially. Is based off being liked. Okay, that's what your career is also based for. You have the skill sets, yes, but if people don't like you, it's going to be harder to generate wealth. So sometimes it actually refrains people from being their true self because they have to be liked because they don't want to lose their livelihood because it's not the same as a, an accountant, Along, as that accountant doesn't say anything on t- social media that's outlandish, and they know that that person works at H and R Block, they're not. They're more likely not gonna get in trouble for saying those sentiments, whether it be wrong or right, or doing something so long as it's not against the law. Those are two different arguments. We're not talking about that right now. Where most of the things that I've seen on camp about cancel culture is more or less people who said something that you may not agree with that might be controversial or done something that might be controversial. But I, from my recent experience and from what I've seen is more or less the former instead of the latter, because if it has to do with crime, then obviously the justice system should take its place in that. And if you want to support that company, or if you don't want to support that company, or if you want to support that artist, or if you don't want to support the artist, that's up to you. But a lot of the times in the Problem. The main problem that I have with it is a lot of people take this moral high ground that I really don't like as if they are perfect themselves or if they're more moral than the person that made the mistake or had that slip up. And they are willing to condemn or shooting condemnation upon that person because they made that mistake. Now, you can correct somebody who does something wrong. For example, if you're a child or you know a, a person who's doing something wrong that could lead them into further danger or cause danger to other people, you simply correct that child, correct that individual, and show them also why I stopped you and secondly, what the magnitude that of that of what of your actions, the magnitude of your actions would have on the rest of us here. See, the problem is a lot of it's just judging and not really judging; it's just condemnation, really, to say that I I have the morality here, you do not. Therefore, I'm telling you, you shouldn't have any livelihood. You shouldn't be able to have those sponsors because you made a mistake. You shouldn't get any other opportunity from here on out because you made some made a mistake in your past or you're making a mistake right now. And there's no sense of forgiveness with this type of mentality. Now, I understand so there's some people who do wicked things. And we must understand the intent, intent and the stance and the premise I'm talking about is based off of mistakes or something that is deemed wrong. And I don't know the intent of every individual because I don't have that intuition. And most of us don't. Sometimes we can, we can figure it out, but not everybody, we don't understand their, their intentions until you get intimate with them. But here's the thing. We have to understand, and we must know this for sure, that a lot of us, we do make mistakes. And a lot of us, whether their intent be good or not, we may not necessarily deserve forgiveness right away, but forgiveness is not necessarily for that person, but it's for the person or people that they hurt. To be at ease, to have peace once again. And that's the thing with this whole cancel culture. It doesn't give people a chance to learn from their mistakes, a chance to grow as an individual, a chance, a chance to be accepted once more and have forgiveness. And the reason why I want that, to give that, is because I would like the same thing for myself. We would all like it. It's easier to point at the person who's doing something wrong than it is to look yourself in the mirror and see all the things you did that was wrong. The only thing that's difference between you and them is just they got caught in the act and you did not. So therefore, you must not gloat in that respect because you didn't get caught yet. Had you been caught, it would be you getting chastised, not them. It would be you getting critiqued, not them. Matter of fact, maybe they would be critiquing you the way you're critiquing them. And it's easier to do it now on social media because there's no, there's not as much face-to-face interaction. You can critique somebody from Toronto, Canada, who lives in Tokyo, Japan. And you never, ever would have to meet that person ever in your life. But you can put your judgments and belittle them and take the moral high ground. And the thing is, those who have that pride in them, that that puffed up that's based off that puffed up mentality that's based off what you think is right, based on your merit, not even talking about God's merit, but that's a topic for another day. Just wait, just hold just hold on. Just hold on a bit because your day will come. And you will be abased. And that same lack of mercy that you had on that person will come back to you. And by no means am I saying condone all things and ignore of it. No, you can correct it. You can tell them that they're wrong. You can do so. But you don't have to be callous and bash them to learn. Sometimes you're going to have to be patient with people because some people learn slower than others. That's just how it is. Some people are going to let life teach them the hard way because that's just who they are. But I'm not going to take the moral high ground because I could have made those same mistakes. I could have got caught. And a lot of times, the funny thing that boggles my mind is when people actually make the same mistake that they're condemning and that they're mocking. And in secret, they're continually doing the same exact thing or have done the same exact thing and just didn't get caught. Therefore they are still going to take the moral high road and say, I'm better than you because I didn't get caught is what you're saying subliminally. But in publicly, you're just saying I never done it at all, which is also a lie, which is wrong. So you're, Doubling down on something that you are guilty of, you just didn't get caught, and you're lying about it in public to make yourself look better than others. You're trying to compete with other human beings to make yourself better when, in actuality, you're less than because you're doing that exact same thing. And you will be abased. It's a mandate sanctioned by God, and he said that he would do it. He doesn't like when people puff themselves up. And your righteousness is not even much to him. what What you consider good isn't really good enough. You can always do more. You can always do better. But what I'm saying here today is this whole cancel thing. Very iffy and choosy. Because a lot of it is mob mentality. A lot of it is character assassination. And a lot of it is you don't even like the person to begin with anyways. And because they made that mistake, you're going to just pounce on them and kick a man while he's down or a woman when she's down. And we must think about these things before we do things. I believe it was Malcolm X who said, before you join anything, you must know the purpose of what you're doing. And when I saw this cancel culture start starting to arise this year, It was always there for, I want to say like two years or so, but it's at its apex now. And when I'm seeing these things and I'm hearing all of these sort of things, it really boggles my mind because people really think they have the moral high ground. They really think that they have the right to take away everything a person works hard for. And by no means, I'll stress it again because some people take things out of context that I'm condoning someone who does crimes and all that stuff. I'm not talking about that. You let the justice system handle that. If you want to help correct them, correct them. Take this step up and try to correct them. Because it's easier for us to say because we're not always in the public eye like some of these guys. And we're not always, because those guys are the most prominent, whatever, they're always in the public eye view, whether it be internet, if you're a social media sensation, or whether you're on the regular old media, which would be the television and whatnot. So it's easier for us, and it's easier for you and I to say, because we're not heavily monitored, but imagine growing up, especially some of these young kids, these little kids on YouTube, YouTube stars, In high school and all those stuff. Imagine growing up in front of the whole world. WWW. What does that mean? The World Wide Web. So the whole world is basically monitoring your upbringing. A lot of these celebrities, young as 13, the world is monitoring their upbringing. So they have a lot of pressure. They make one mistake. It's not just their parents getting on them. It's like millions upon millions of people getting on them for something that they did. And a lot of the times, if I'm going to be bold and say this, a lot of the times they already know what they did is wrong. By you saying something doesn't justify your point of it being wrong. If they both, you and they know it's wrong. It's wrong. We all know it's wrong. And yeah, you should call out things that are not right. But at the same time, what are we defining what is right and what is we defining that is wrong? Because it seems to me a lot of times people try to justify things that are wrong and call it right. And then things that are that are right, people are calling it wrong. Because we all have different understandings when it comes to this issue. So the next time you see something on Twitter trending as far as this person's getting canceled, try to get their side of the story first. Try to understand both sides of the spectrums, the people who are accusing and persecuting, and those that are on the receiving end Try to get both sides and then you make the judgment for yourself, not what the culture says. Because the culture can be wrong and we've seen it happen before. Take this seriously and keep it at the back of your mind because you're going to see this happen a lot where people will attack an individual based off something they said, whether they were 13, and compare it now just because they want to assassinate their character, just because they want to remove their sponsorship and to vindicate themselves as moral and them as immoral. And by no means that is right. But before you cast your judgments, before you join the mob, before you pick up your torch and your pitchfork, before you get all those things, make sure before you send out that tweet, Before you put it on your Snapchat story or your Instagram story. Before you start chanting outside, away with him. Before you do these things, make sure you will take a good look in that big old mirror that you have in your room or in the bathroom, wherever it is. Just make sure you take. That mirror. Before you end their career, before you try to do away with them. Because you disagree with their politics. Before you do that, take a good look with that person in the mirror. Make sure that your slate is clean. Clean. Because the same could be said for you. The only difference is that they are in a different place than you are and have more eyes on them than you. Because imagine if the playing field was leveled to the point where everybody could get in trouble. I don't think anyone would ever tweet again or make a piece of content again. Because some people just take things out of context to justify themselves or to do away with others or their competition or certain certain things like that. Just make sure. And by the time you finish looking at all the things that you've done or are doing right now, you're going to be very reluctant to fully cast your judgment upon that person. All right. This is a suave experience with DD, the host of the new podcast, New Change. Hopefully you guys enjoy this episode and we're going to segue into wrap it up DD where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you. So just stay tuned. We'll be back momentarily. Yo, welcome to wrap it up DD where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you. So today we're talking about cancel culture. My thoughts and my opinion about it. Now, in certain cases, it must be good. But in other cases, in most cases, I would say it's kind of bad. It's counterproductive. It really is. We talked about why I think it is counterproductive. Number one, it only focuses on what people have done on one instance for the most part. Number two, it doesn't allow people to grow from their mistakes. Number three, it takes what a person does in the past and compares them to where they are right now, even though we all change, whether it be for the better or for the worse, but they change. So it re- basically reverts back to what they were and says, because you were this, you have no place here. It takes away, number four, it takes away the livelihood and what someone works so hard for in a matter of moments. A snap of a finger just like that. It's all taken away from them because they said something or they did something that was inappropriate. I'm not talking about things that are illegal. We let the government handle that part of it. And I'm not saying that you cannot say anything at all. That's what I'm saying. If something's wrong, you call it wrong. But also, you try to help them through it. Okay? That's what I'm trying to say. Number five, also, it just tries to make the person watching, the one who's not in hot water, makes them feel... Like they have the moral high ground that they are the righteous one. Also, it doesn't number, I believe we're on number six, it doesn't help the individual at all because you're just adding fuel to the fire and just condemning them instead of helping them. And also part of number six, Is that the person who is condemning may have done or is doing the same exact thing, but they just didn't get caught. So, therefore, they are technically a hypocrite in that sense. So, it breeds hypocrisy and lies. Now, obviously, there are cases where it's good. The pro is when somebody or, yeah, when somebody does something on a consistent basis over time. is consistently wrong and people call that person out, then that is one thing. And I'm talking, and at those cases, those are more or less the crimes. Like they keep beating cases that they shouldn't have beaten because of how prominent they are. That's one thing. And then I think the last point for the con is just it makes people scared to be themselves. And um, when I mean themselves, I mean by personality. And it makes them afraid to say certain things. And that leads me to my next point, which would basically be that... It only, from my perception of this, is only based off of if you agree with my politics, if you agree with my ideologies or not, or you say something that's really outlandish or inappropriate. And even if they apologize, a lot of times they're still canceled or still forgotten about and people just chastise them and throw them away because they don't follow or they don't subscribe to the same norms you subscribe to. And I'm not justifying people to go out there and be hateful and all that stuff. It's not what I'm saying. That's a subject for another time. But for the time being, cancel culture isn't the greatest thing that is available to us at this moment in time. And hopefully during this episode, I was able to sway you in another way or give you another perspective, another version of an understanding of this concept that will make you think before you join anything. Hopefully, you guys enjoy this episode of our new show, a suave experience With DD. Man, I really like the change of this content. It's gonna be good. It's still gonna be your boy DD. Don't trip. It's just a name change. And it might have a different flow to it, but not to the point where it sounds completely different. But just a different creative change. And hopefully, you guys stick with your boy DD support. If you share this with your family, it shows me that you indeed care. Make sure you also subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you so choose to use. It's all up to you. So long as you subscribe to your boy, D.D., a suave experience with your boy, D.D. All right. So check that out on whatever podcast platform you so choose to use. Follow me. And also partially because of the reason why I do this, because a lot of my social media is underscore DD the suave kid. So it helps with that as well. So follow me on any social media, whether it be TikTok, Twitter or Instagram, underscore DD the suave kid. That is underscore DD the suave kid. And you'll find the man who is dashing and pretty as well. All right. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode once more. And I hope all the best for you. And here's a new outro for you guys, bro. Keep the style and say suave. This is your boy, Dears D, signing off once again. So just chill, just chill till the next episode.